Tea is good for you, but only with sugar. I lost a finger to the tombstone witch. The left pinky, down to the second knuckle. Could only count to nine and a half after that. Miss Ivanova? Such formality. I prefer Saveta. Now drink the tea. No, thank you, ma'am. I will not have it said that Saveta Ivanova did not treat a guest to tea. Drink. Now, Skardinan, what is it for you? A fortune, perhaps? A lost treasure? No, a lost love. Even better. Come into my parlor. We'll find you a nice scarred woman. <laughs> That's awful kind, miss, but I'm not looking for a woman. Where's the fun in finding what you are looking for? Finding something you never expected. There is happiness. Ah, here we are. In this little bottle, the tears of a hundred maidens mixed with wildflower. One drink of this and your woman will want you more than a horse once a... Five cents. That's not what I'm here for. You drive a hard bargain. Four cents. I want some information. And you also want this bottle. Now at a reasonable price of three cents. Buy it. You won't hold a girl by your looks alone. I'll make you a deal. Buy, then we'll see about your information. All right. Three, you said? You have a reputation for finding things. It is one reputation I am proud to hold, yes. The Livingstone family on Jewel Street have lost something pretty important. They told me to come to you to find it. Livingstones. This name I remember. Husband and wife, young couple, no? I was their midwife a few weeks ago. Children are such joys. What'd they lose? Their child. Several days ago, someone took it from its cradle. It is a sad thing to lose a child. Yasha! The cat is hungry! Thought you lived alone. It is too hard a world to live alone. I take care of Yasha, and he takes care of my cat. I saw you stare at him as he walked past. He's okay. I often think God made Yasha because he was tired with making people that all looked alike. A hunchback. But strong as an ox and good at heart. You are kind not to show disgust at him. But with your scars, I would think Yasha's form does not start with you. Miss Livingstone said you could help me find this baby. I can. But wouldn't you rather have your fortune told? No, thank you. I'll find it out soon enough. Saveda, the Livingstones already paid me a tidy sum in good faith. Uh... You are a man who doesn't disappoint. This way, Scarden Man. I know it was here. I... I put it here last. Ah, here it is. Put this piece of rope around the little finger on your left hand. Yes, good and tight. It will lead you to the boy. Thank you kindly, miss. And, uh, for your services? You will pay me in time, Scarman. Safe travels. Yasha the cat! I went back to the Livingstones. They lived close to Boot Hill, a cemetery famous for dead outlaws. If Tombstone was the town too tough to die, Boot Hill was where they sent those who weren't tough enough. Out there were all the great bandits and the Livingstones. Just two settlers who went about civilizing the West with family life. Mr. Colt. Mr. Livingstone. Here, I'll see to your horse. Well, uh, did you see her? The tombstone witch? Yeah, I saw her. Did she say anything? Oh, give you anything? Yeah. Is Mrs. Livingstone in? Yeah, she's in her room. Actually, she's been in her room for quite some time. 
To be honest, she's acting strangely. Losing a child would do that. Yeah, but she just stares. I think she's angry at me for not wanting to get the sheriff involved. But my restaurant's new in Tombstone, and if I call the sheriff, there will be talk. I understand, Mr. Livingstone. I knew you would. You have a reputation for discretion. In my work, a talkative man is a dead man. <laughs> yeah. It's just Catherine. I'm sorry, Mrs. Livingstone. She's starting to scare me. I'll talk to her, Mr. Livingstone. You haven't found him yet, have you, Mr. Colt? Uh, no, Mrs. Livingstone. He had blue eyes. Mrs. Livingstone? Adam, my baby. He has blue eyes. I went to see the witch, Mrs. Livingstone. And yellow hair. My husband tells me I'm not myself lately. How would he know who I am? I wouldn't know, ma'am. Do you have any children, Mr. Colt? My work seldom gives me the time for children, ma'am. That doesn't answer my question, but you're free to keep your secrets. Daniel and I always wanted children. Our families went west together. He used to pick me flowers and talk about the restaurant he would build. He doesn't talk to me anymore, just stands in the doorway, looking at me with rabbit eyes. Adam has blue eyes. I don't know where he got them. The tombstone witch gave me something to help find your boy. Let me see it. How does it work? I'm not sure. I looked at her and thought about Adam. My finger jumped. Mr. Colt? I thought about those blue eyes and my finger almost tore my hand off. It kept pulling me in one direction and one direction only. It only stopped when I stopped thinking of Adam. Is something wrong, Mr. Colt? No, but I think I just figured out how to find your son. I got on my horse and rode off, my pinky pulling me along like a cart hitched to a mule. It didn't get far, only to the mines that dotted the outskirts of Tombstone. I was led all the way to the middle of a mining camp, and then the pull stopped. No matter how much I tried, the witch's charm would lead me no further. It was a hot day, and the miners were taking a siesta. Look, boys, a man uglier than we are! <laughs> I was younger then, still making my name. At that time, my scars got me into more trouble than they kept me out of. You're funny, mister, but not that bright. <laughs> yeah? How's that? It's never smart to insult a man you don't know. You could get into all kinds of trouble doing that. Why don't you come up here and greet me proper? You aiming for a fight, mister? If that's how you do greetings around here. <laughs> All right, then. Be mighty impolite of me not to say hello. There. Now that we're all uh, acquainted, I'm looking for something. A baby. A couple of weeks old. Sorry, mister. None of us have had our eyes peeled for anything but gold and silver for months now. But, uh, old Turner always seems to have young uns helping him with mining. Almost treats him like slaves. He's a pretty enterprising man. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put it past him to give a baby a sifting bag and put him to work <laughs> on the river. <laughs> What's his first name? Uh, Nelson. Uh, most folks call him the Bull on account of his size. His claim's up near those rocks. Much obliged. I think I'll go pay Mr. Turner a visit. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry about your friend. Oh, it's no trouble, mister. Nothing passes the time faster on a hot day like a fight. Are you Nelson Turner? Yeah, I'm also busy. Tim, 
Get those buckets over to Sam and the boys. I'm looking for something. Me too. It happens to be yellow and is harder to find than an honest whore. Blondie, take these rocks and break them for the cradle rockers. Yes, sir. You're working these boys a little hard, Nelson. No harder than if they was on a farm. Uh, they don't have to smell horse manure doing this. Three finger. Yeah? How are the panners coming out? Not bad. A couple ounces. Good. Keep them at it. This river's got more than fish in it. Yes, sir. How many children you got in this outfit? A uh, baker's dozen. Yours? Nope. Mr. Turner, I'll be blunt. Family out in Tombstone lost a babe recently. And you seem to have a slew of children that aren't yours. A couple of your neighbors think you run a slave camp up here. And from what I've seen, I'd have to agree. Three finger. Boss? My friend here, Mr... Colt. Mr. Colt needs a few things explained to him. I want you to keep an eye on the mine shaft over there. I don't like the way the wood's creaking. Right, boss. Mr. Colt, my neighbors are damned liars who are looking to jump my claim. These boys are orphans, and odd few are runaways. One I was just given by a family with too many mouths and not enough food. There are places for orphans in town. Yeah, where they can be penned in like cattle. Tombstone's not a place for children, Simon. It's a place for miners. Here you either grow up or go hungry. That babe could be anywhere, Mr. Colt. Why single me out? Call it a hunch. And even if the babe isn't here, I hate to see a grown man getting rich off children. You're not a miner, are you, Mr. Colt? Neither was I until I went west when I heard there was money in the ground. I settled in Tombstone, because that's where the latest strike was, but this never happened to be a rich vein. You know what miners call this place? No. The graveyard. Because it's where they done buried their hopes. Then why stay? Well, at first it was because I was too poor to leave. Now I'm not even sure what to do with the money if I had it. I've worked for so long. The work's better than the gold. It feels good to pound away at the rock. You see that mine shaft over there? Yes. I remember when it was just the side of the hill. Now it's the center of a goddamn mining operation. I'll be gone one of these days, but by God, that hole will still be there. All the bankers in New York City can't say the same about their greenbacks. A damn fine sight. Just look at the crew working at it. Why they... Seems like they're doing more running than working. You're right. Whoa, it's, it's the mine shaft. The scaffolding's falling apart. All the boys out? No, some of the wood gave way already. This trap in the whole mine sounds like it's ready to bury them. These are children, Nelson, not miners. And they're about to be dead if we don't help them. Come on. Boys, are you down there? Yeah, we're trapped. Don't fret. We'll have you out soon. Colt, help me with these rocks. Almost got it. There. Jamie. Whoa. How many of you are back there? Just me and Gus. He's breathing, but he won't wake up. Don't worry. We'll widen this hole a bit, then carry him out of there. This rubble's the only thing keeping this cave from falling. You widen that hole, you'll cause a collapse. If we don't get Gus out of there, he's a goner. Colt, widen that hole and carry him out. I'm big enough. I can hold this part of the mine up until he's out. Then I'll come after you. This mine's no place for children, Nelson. Looks like God agrees with you. Now start moving. This hill's getting heavy, Colt. I almost got it. God damn. I can just reach him. Hurry up. Just a little longer. There. I got him. Let's go, Nelson. <laughs> 
Mister, you gotta get up. Where's Nelson? Dad's under some rocks. You gotta help us pull him out. Thought you boys was orphans. Most of us are. Then why are you calling Nelson your dad? He's the closest thing to a dad we'll ever get. All right, where is he? Not far. You were close to the mouth when it fell. I see him. Nelson, Nelson, are you all right? Is our dad dead, Mister? No, he's breathing, but it's shallow. Is there a doctor in town? He's gone to visit Kin. Won't be back for a few days. Your dad needs doctoring quick. Has anyone seen my horse? Closest thing to a doctor is the medicine woman out by Boot Hill, Little Thunder. But she won't take him. Why not? She don't treat white men. I rode out past Boot Hill, past all those graves. I spotted a teepee to the east. As I rode up, a young woman walked out of it. Hold. She had a rifle. I pulled this man out of a cave-in. He needs help. Then go to a doctor. He's not available. Neither am I. You'll let him die. Do not expect compassion, white man. Your kind has shown none before and should expect none in return. Let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to look at this man. You're going to help him. No. Here is what happens. I aim my gun at your head. No. Your knee. And pull the trigger. Your leg is ruined and I leave you and your friend to die out here in the desert. Never bluff a card player. I can see from here that old Kentucky rifle has no trigger. The only thing it's loaded with is rust. Can't say the same for mine. I'm not afraid of death. No. It's life you're afraid of. That's why you live near a cemetery. Something happened that filled you so full of hate that the only people you can stand to live near have six feet of desert sand to keep them warm on cold nights. No wonder you want six feet of your own. You know nothing. My gun must look like your best friend right now. You can tell who a person is by their reaction to a loaded gun. I've seen bruisers turn into children at the sight of this barrel, but you're twice the coward they are. There is no cowardice in facing death. But you ain't facing it. You're accepting it. Death ain't a friend. He's a hard, cold bastard with an appetite. Fighting him's what living is all about. And that makes you a coward. A coward? Yep. Cause you have the chance to save not just this man, but his children, and their children. You have a chance to save a whole tribe, but you'll throw it away because of hate. That's cowardly. Bring the man here. How's he look? He is hurt, but he will not die. This doesn't change anything, white man. She worked on him for hours. I have done all I can for him now. He will rest here a few days. The look she gave me could have frozen water. That's one cold stare you have, miss. I often stare coldly at murderers. How you figure that? All white men are murderers. In my experience, most men are murderers, regardless of their color. That is what I think of your quick tongue. You say I am hateful, but I have reason for my hate. My tribe is Apache. They saw the white man come and thought it was just another tribe with a new color. We traded with them, fought with them, stole from them, as all tribes of men do. Then one day, the army came with rifles and cannons. After that day, there were many widows and orphans. 
That day, I decided to make myself my own tribe. When I die, there will be no mourners, no husband to cry for company or child to cry for food, just the desert. I came here to die, not to be bothered by miners. I am not a miner. I've been hired to find a lost child, a boy. With the charm I see on your little finger? Yes. Then you will be looking in all the wrong places. Its magic will only lead you to where the charm maker wishes. What are you talking about? I have seen such charms before. It is a string made from human hair. Got it from the tombstone witch. She told me it would lead me to the boy. That it will not do. It is only a piece of herself that she can use to control you. <sighs> it won't come off. I did not think it would. It is old magic, from a land to the east. It will only come off with the consent of its maker. Or if you cut off your finger. I have lost enough pieces of myself over the years. I'll see if I can't convince the witch to get it off and to tell me why she led me to an innocent man. You'll uh, look after my friend. Only rest will help him now. I'm coming with you. That's surprising, miss. I was getting the impression you like to be kept alone. The world has been cruel to me, scarred one. But you will face magic to reclaim the boy and you will not survive it by yourself. Without me, the child will remain lost. The child is what? He is innocent above all else. All right, little thunder. Let's go. <laughs> it was a day's ride to Savita's hut. Little thunder could have been riding alone for all the conversation she gave me. We came in just as the sun set. The sky was blood red as we walked up to the house. Here, take this pistol. If things get ugly, you'll need it. I have a knife, but something tells me neither will harm this witch. Ah, Scarden Man, you have found an Indian girl. Have you also found the child? No. All I found was a man who was perfect to blame for a kidnapping. Your charm led me right to him. I want to know why. Right now. Oh, Scarden Man, you forget you wear my charm on your finger. It is a simple thing, a small thing. A bit of my hair wound into a loop. Little Thunder, do something! She seems not to care. Oh, Simon, you shouldn't have come back. I once helped Nelson find the rich claim. I know all about his orphans. He was the perfect scapegoat. I had hoped the cave would have stopped you. What do you mean? I used magic to make the earth itch. You should have died in the ground. Now Yasha will have to dig your grave. Do not touch him, witch. So the girl has a tongue. I have more than that. Ah, student of magic. It has been some time since I have dueled. It is a crime to make an old woman work so hard. Yasha, break the scarred man's neck while I deal with her. Now what's in your soul, girl? The strength of my people, the power of the wilderness, and the wolf! Spirit animals are only as powerful as you remember them to be. You see wolves all the time, so your wolf is only as strong as the real thing. In the old country, I saw a bear only once, when I was little. The bear is big, but to a child it is enormous. As big as God! Yasha came into the house then. As he turned to me, I could feel the witch's grip weakening. Little Thunder was wearing her down. Little Thunder! Throw me your knife! 
Your ancestors can't help you, girl. The East was old when this land was young. My mother's country is a place of ice and iron, of cold winds, of death. Yasha was coming toward me like a bull, and I knew I had only one chance. While Saveda was distracted, I could move again. I took the knife, put it to my finger, and... When Yasha came at me, I was ready, and so was my knife. Stop! You'll kill Yasha! You'll kill my boy! Your boy? Yasha is your son? Yes! Then unless you want to see what his insides look like, you'll start talking. Where's the baby? He's here. What did you do to him? Why is he crying like that? I did nothing to him. He was born this way. What do you mean? I have been a midwife for many years, and I know this. Some babies are joys, but others are a curse. There are children who are born wrong. Most do not survive, but some do, like my Yasha. God was cruel to Yasha, and my husband wanted to end the baby's life. I refused. My husband left. After that, it was like I was in an ocean. I would float to one village just as easily as the next. I had no reason to stay. And eventually you floated right over the Atlantic. America. A land of gold and silver. Imagine, my boy with gold rings. But there was no gold and no money. And I kept going west, farther and farther, until I came to Tombstone. I stayed here and practiced my craft. Then I was a midwife to another boy like Yasha. I could not bear to think of what the parents would do to him. So a week after he was born, I stole him and hid him from his parents. They grieved, but had others. I cared for the child until it died, as such children often do. I can see the Livingstone's child, and there's nothing wrong with him. Some children look normal, but inside they are all wrong. I have heard that cry before. This child will either wither and die, or grow misshapen like Yasha. Such children age you, scarred man. My Yasha aged me. I could not let it happen to the Livingstones. They are too young. All right. It is all right, Yasha. What will you do with us? I'll let you leave Tombstone and never come back. And the child? He comes with me. It's not your decision what happens to him. I was doing right, scarred man. Leave, Saveda. Come along, Yasha. Little Thunder, are you all right? I'll live. Why did you help me? When I heard the witch threatened to bury you, your eyes were empty of fear. You too wished to die. But the child, your worry was the child. If you'll excuse me, I don't want to keep the living stones waiting. Come along, Adam. I rode straight to the living stones. Mr. Cole! Where's Mrs. Livingstone? Uh, still in her room. Why? I've got someone she'd like to meet. Mrs. Livingstone, I believe this is yours. Adam, my boy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're a saint. Thank you, Mr. Colt. Ma'am, sir. Leaving? Oh, <laughs> stay. I'll cook you whatever you want. No thanks. I better be moving. Best of luck with your boy. Oh, Daniel, listen to him cry. Just like a little cat. I never saw the Livingstones again, so don't ask me what happened to their boy. I'd like to think the witch was wrong. A man's got to have some hope in this world. Of course, it wouldn't have been so bad for their boy to die. My next story proves that death ain't always permanent, and that it gives you one hell of a hunger. Down in Mangrove Bend, the dead walked. I should know, 
I got scars on my palm that won't let me forget. <laughs>